Hello, Apex friends and neighbors. Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. And if you're joining us from outside of Apex, we're glad to have you as well. Proud to have the support of the Apex Downtown Business Association. Learn more at apexdowntown.com. I'm excited to have Captain Jacques Gilbert of the Apex Police Department in the studio today. He is also the founder and president of Blue Lights College. Captain Gilbert, thanks for coming by. Man, it's a pleasure to be here, Shane. I appreciate you having me here. This is a uh... This is exciting for me. I like to be on the mic. This yeah. is cool. Well, you're good at it too. Uh, and we also have two bright young people with us who are enrolled in Blue Lights College. They're both student athletes, Richard Campbell and George Garcia. Welcome to you both. Thank you. We're proud to be here. Thank you for having us. Uh, we'll talk about their futures at Blue Lights College here in a moment. Captain, let's first talk about your background. You grew up here. You're an Apex High School grad and you've been with the police department for 27 years. What was it that drew you to a career in law enforcement? Interesting thing. You know, I get asked that question often, and I will tell you, graduating from Apex High School, being a police officer was not on the radar. In fact, um, I was looking at becoming something in agriculture or horticulture. I know that's kind of odd to you, but uh, that's just what I had interest in in high school. But uh, once I graduated, I took a job in Cary, and what I noticed is I wasn't fulfilled. It was just a job. and. I remember a buddy of mine, he, uh, we worked together and he ended up going to the Raleigh Police Department. And uh, so he started coming back, telling me all these great things he was doing in the community. And um, that really perked my ears. You know, I was like, wow, this is something I, I think I can get into. But at the same time, I also remember the community that I was raised in, which is um, Lynch Street area, Justice Heights, right here in Apex. And the time um, when I was growing up there, it was a lot of challenges in that area and drugs and alcohol and just a lot of violence in the area. So I always knew I wanted to go back and, and make a difference, but I just didn't know in what capacity. So I put the two together and I just made a decision that I wanted to, to go to the police academy. And, uh, and I ended up doing that. And you clearly have a passion for serving. Captain, you were, I don't want to date either of us because you were uh, young and still look the same as you did uh, 18 years ago, but you were actually uh, the police officer assigned to Apex High School when I was graduating. So you've been around for a long time and you've merged your passion and having a servant's heart together. Talk about that approach to the community, bringing that human element to sure. the police force. Yeah. And the human element, uh, as you mentioned, is very important. I think that's kind of been lost over a period of time. And, uh, and I always use this as a reference of the Andy Griffith show. And uh, Sheriff Andy was that guy. He was that sheriff that kind of went around and, and checked in with people. And he knew everybody by first name. And just watching that show, I think that's the textbook. I think that's the model that all police officers should live by. And that's what it's all about. It's about serving people. Uh, and that's what the police officer position was created for. Um, there's, that's the purpose in it. And for me, it's always just been a natural thing. Uh, serving as the SRO when you were there, um, whether you got in trouble or you just kind of wanted to hang out, my office was kind of the hot spot. All the students come, you know, they just come by to say hello and just kind of hung out in there. And that just brought me joy, just hanging around with youth and just being a part of their life. And what I also was able to gather from that is everybody has challenges and it's just how can we rise above those challenges? And that's kind of the model we took for the project we'll talk about later with Blue Lights College. Police officers are sent to make a difference. We're sent to bring hope to people. Um, every time a call is made to a police department, someone is in need of hope, whether it's something we consider as minor. But at that time, it's very important to them. And so uh, if we can approach it that way, we're there to help them and help them solve a problem. Uh, we become better police officers. And then that's when a relationship starts. And we go back and we spend time together. And then 
we have a great community because everyone knows each other and we're there to help each other. Yeah. And you're, you're not uh, just talking the talk, Captain. You're walking the walk. And, and it's that community uh, policing approach that led you to your involvement in the Rogers Skate Park. And that took you all the way to the White House. Tell us yes. a little bit about that. Man, I tell you, that was surreal. I never saw that coming. Uh, and, and that's the thing about it is if, uh, if your heart is in the right place and you're really there to serve and make a difference, there's good things that come out of that. And for me, it was just one encounter with a young man. And I think this is where people really need to pay attention. We had to break down a wall called stereotype. And unfortunately, that wall still exists in some areas. And in this case, this young man, uh, he was just simply looking for a place to enjoy his recreation, which at that time is skateboarding. And I wasn't familiar with skateboarding. All I knew is that we were running him around town saying, you can't skate at this church. You can't skate in this right. parking lot. And, and that was causing a lot of friction. And that's all over the United States. You know, police and skateboarders just kind of have this run in and they just can't get along. So in this case, uh, we decided to start meeting. We started meeting at our uh, first meeting was at Chick-fil-A in Apex. We just started having a conversation and I started learning more about him. He started understanding why I carried a badge and, and what our purpose was in the community. But at the same time, I started understanding that, wow, he, he shouldn't be judged because he carried a skateboard. He don't play basketball. He don't play uh, baseball. This is what he enjoys doing. And when we started understanding each other, um, that meeting led to more meetings. He started bringing back more of his friends. And before you knew it, we had our first skate event in Apex in the parking lot of Compare Foods. At the time, it was Scott's Galaxy. Right. But uh, we had a skateboarding competition there, and it brought many people. And at that time, you know, it was something special, and it led to working together with youth to, to get a skate park in Apex. And it worked out thanks to the community, which is what I love about Apex. And took you all the way to, uh, to the White House, and, yes, and you were honored as a uh, champion of change. A quick side note on that, uh, my son came home from kindergarten one day last year. Uh, he was so excited. He had this new sticker. And he said, Dad, I want to go out into the garage and uh, you know where I'm going with this. I want to go out in the garage. And I want to put this sticker on my bike helmet. And I, I took a look at the sticker and uh, it's this cartoon superhero character of you, Captain. Yes, sir. Uh, do you skateboard now? I, I've No, I don't okay. skateboard. I never did. I, actually, I did. As a youth, I did. Uh, maybe around the age of 12, I, I sat on a skateboard and rode down a hill. There you go. So uh, I have to thank Matt, Officer Matt Hunter. He put that together. Uh, he surprised me with that on the opening day of uh, Apex Skate Plaza. So it was very exciting. Well, so. my son was is still very proud of that sticker, and it's right yes, there sir. on the front of his bike helmet. Let's cool. talk about uh, Blue Lights College, a nonprofit with a yeah. two-year program and a seven-week program. This sure. is a project you founded and you serve as president right now, Captain. I've heard you you say uh, it's in part because of that two-year gap between high school and when you're able to go into basic law enforcement training. Give us a 30-second snapshot sure. of what that challenge is, what your mission is at Blue Lights College, uh, and what you hope to accomplish. Sure. The challenge is there are a lot of young men and women who uh, have spent 12 years in school, and they get to that point, they graduate, and it's like, now what? What do I do? Maybe they are not cut out or they don't have the desire to go to a four-year school or even go to the military. Well, we got something special here in Apex, Blue Lights College. It's an opportunity to, to be educated with a servant's heart and to go out and serve people. So we created this college that is drawing people literally from around the, the world. Uh, we got you know students from Ohio, which are here today, and then of course, uh, Puerto Rico. So it's great. And what we want to do is kind of change the conversation. Uh, we all know there's a situation in the United States and um, there's friction between community and police disconnect. And we just simply want to help change that. On the other side is we want to also increase minority recruitment. And 
with that, uh, we came up with Blue Lights College and we have an athletics program. And we believe that would be a big draw to at least raise some interest for considering a, a career in police work. So that's where we are. Fantastic. Now let's take this opportunity to meet our other guests. Again, Richard Campbell and George Garcia. First off, tell us each uh, where you're from and what made you choose Blue Lights College. Uh, George, go ahead. Well, my name is George Garcia. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And um, the one thing that drew me to Blue Lights College was uh, the opportunity to actually like move away from home because where I'm from is really a rough neighborhood and stuff. So when I got the opportunity to shift gears and go somewhere nicer and more calmer and actually learn stuff, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take it. And then I just like, I called Coach Zach. You know, we, he kept in contact with me throughout the whole summer. And then I met Captain Jock. And I was like, yeah, this, this actually feels like home. Fantastic. And you, Richard? I'm Richard Campbell. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. The way I found out about the move and everything was through Coach Zach. Honestly, I never had a feel for like being a police officer, but like as the opportunity came in, I was able to be granted this opportunity to come and move far away from, like George said, I live in a struggling neighborhood as well. And then like me and Captain Jock, it was just like a, it was a game changer. Not every police officer you meet is like Captain Jock. And so you, you gentlemen both aspire to be law enforcement officers. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And talk a little bit about how you came to find out about Blue Lights College. What was your first meeting like with Captain Jock Gilbert? Our first meeting, some of us got there before others, but it was me and my roommate, Dominique Hunter. And we met Captain Jock first, George and our other roommate, Dewan. They weren't there at the time, but it was just a good, it was good vibes. Like everything was just like kosher. Everything was smooth. Everything was laid out. Right, right. How about you? Well, the first time I met Captain Jacquees, um, it was at a baseball game. It was actually an all-star home run derby. And uh, like my first impression was like, yeah, I got a positive vibe off him. You know, I was like, wow, this first meeting, you know, first impressions count. And I was like, yeah, that one, he really touched me on that. What draws you to a career in law enforcement? You go first, George. It's actually been like always my backup plan. Like I was like, you know, if basketball never works out for me, if I'm stuck, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to be a cop because my uncle's actually a cop in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? I was uh, That's always been my backup plan. And then when I got this opportunity, I was like, well, I guess it's a calling from God. Right. And you, um, Richard? Honestly, like before, I never really like took law enforcement into like thought. But like when I was given the opportunity to come to school and be like school be paid for and I was able to still play basketball and I met Captain Jock and figured out what the law enforcement thing was really about. It actually like changed my thought on it and made me actually want to become into law enforcement and make me want to like be something different. Excellent. You guys both mentioned that you're student athletes as well. Tell us a little bit about the athletics program from from your perspective first. Go ahead, Richard. The head coach is Coach Zach Hendricks. We met at Ohio Christian University. That's where I went my freshman year, played on the JV team with him. And he decided to take a different route, which was coming to North Carolina to coach at Blue Lights College, which is where I was recruited to at the end of my freshman year of college and all throughout the summer. And we kept in contact and now I'm here. Excellent. You, George? I met Kozak at Ohio Christian too. My freshman year, I was actually a second semester freshman. So the first time I met him, you know, we worked out every day, constantly, every day. He was on me and I was like, you know what? He really wants me to be something special. So then uh, coming to my freshman year of the fall, he was still on me. He was like, you know, I got, I got a feeling you could be something special. So I was like, yeah, I like that. You know, I like a coach that gives me attention and stuff. And then at the end of my sophomore year of the spring semester, he was telling me like, yeah, I'm about to take this head coaching job down in North Carolina. You will be a great pickup. He was like, I really want you to come. And I, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, that's a big move from Ohio to North Carolina. So I'll talk to my mom about it and then I'll get back with you. 
So right then and there, I called my mom. I was like, mom, I have this great opportunity. Go to North Carolina, play basketball. I'll be closer to you and everything's paid for. She was like, if you don't jump on it, I might disown you. So I, was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to give him a call. And I called him and I gave him the great news. I was coming down to Apex. Fantastic. Um, have you guys gotten a chance to get a Bojangles biscuit yet? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, oh right. We love Bojangles. Okay. We, I think we got it with the, the first day we moved in, we got Bojangles. Uh, yeah. You're, Captain, you're introducing them the right way. Yes, sir. Uh, that was a welcoming gift right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, they're clearly well-spoken young men, obviously model examples of of what you hope to bring to Blue Lights College and exemplifies what the future can be at Blue Lights College. Tell us what kind of student athletes are these and how do they embody what you're looking for moving forward? Sure. Well, one of the challenges we've had in law enforcement is trying to recruit quality candidates, um, particularly minorities. I'll, I'll just be straight about it. And the interest level is just not there. It certainly wasn't on my radar. I was advised when I was younger to fear the police because um, they really didn't have good intentions. And Unfortunately, that's in the mindset of a lot of people. So with this program with Blue Lights College, maybe you don't have a desire to be a police officer, but you want to go to school and you want to play basketball or you want to play volleyball or, or wrestle. So this right here is a draw. But once they understand it and get more information about it, well, that might not be a bad career. And then they, want, they get more immersed in it. And then we got something special here. So it's mutually beneficial. I think it's a great thing and it's definitely out of the box, something that uh, is not been tapped into is the only kind of in the nation is school. So and to be here in Apex, uh, I think it makes it extra special with the quality of life. As these young men mentioned, they want to they want to get to a different location mm -hmm. and uh, and make a difference. So here's an opportunity for them. In some ways, do you see a younger version of yourself when you look at these two gentlemen? And what do you wish you had known? When you were sitting, like I said, in their seats and maybe you had a mentor yes. similar to the role you play right now for them? Yes. Wow. That's a good question. You know, with these gentlemen, I see, definitely see myself um, because I was certainly didn't know where I wanted to do. I was lost, to be honest, as far as a career. And for these young men, all it took was someone to say, hey, I see something special in, in you, as the, you know, Coach Zach told uh, George. And then for Richard, he, he wanted to get out of an environment and, and make, make a change. And um, so with the college and with people involved with the college, is it's encouraging them to pursue this. And I wish I would have someone to kind of guide me in that process because the first few years, it was kind of, it was challenging. Um, I had a lot of people against me here in the town that I grew up in, you know, becoming a police and I'm going to police them. And that was their response. You're not going to do that to me. Um, but, you know, we stayed the course and, and we're here now. And again, great things happen when you just have faith, which is what this college is built on faith, purpose and trust. And these guys will, will see that and pass that on to the next one. When you look back on your law enforcement career, do you have a specific story or something that maybe you wish that they would know about that maybe was a turning point in your career? Something that maybe gave you uh, that, that reinstilled that confidence in yourself that you were on the right path? Wow, that's good. I would say- uh, My apologies. I'm putting you on no, the spot. No, on no, that, no. I would say, you know, you, you brought the point about me being an SRO, school resource officer at Apex High. I think there are many stories there and I won't get into the particulars, but what I notice is that there are a lot of people here that are struggling uh, with things. My struggle may be different than yours, but there's a lot of young people who are really struggling and all they need is an ear and someone to guide them and point them in the right direction and give them an opportunity. And that's what I noticed at Apex High School. We were able to do that. And that was a great role, a lot of influence. 
So I want these guys to understand you can have a lot of influence and make someone else's life better through this profession of a police officer. Captain Blue Lights College is a nonprofit. Tell us a little bit about the kind of funding sources you're looking for. Obviously, this is something that you're having to go out and, uh, and gain contributors and sponsorships. Uh, what, what would you tell a potential sponsor or contributor right now? Good. One thing I would say is that you're investing in the future of not only Apex, but of America. As I mentioned before, there's a disconnect. And what better way to offer an investment toward that solution? And we believe Blue Lights College, it's not the only solution, but it's, it's, a, it's a good solution and a proven solution. And we have people here that are ready to help make those changes. So we definitely need help. We brought these young men and, and again, women here uh, because we feel that great about it, that we can help make that change. So, but we can't do it alone. So we're asking for donations of any size to help these young men and women stay the course for two years. And uh, we're a nonprofit, so it's tax deductible. So any, any cent that they present to us, it will be beneficial to them. For future students and recruits, like Richard and George, what is your pitch to them? If you were speaking with them right now or if they were listening to this podcast? You were designed for a purpose and you may not understand what that purpose is. You may not have any direction, but uh, we feel here at Blue Lights College that we can help you decide that. And it may not be to become a police officer. The reality is some of the people that go through Blue Lights may not become a police officer. But I tell you what, uh, what they get in Blue Lights College that is the seed that they can take back to their communities and make a difference in some way. So uh, it's relevant and give us a call. We can help you. Go to our website, bluelightscollege.org. Very informative. Everything you need to know about the school, you can call me, contact me on my email, jgilbert at bluelightscollege.org, or even come check out one of our basketball games. Uh, we got the best athletes in, is it North Carolina or the world? The world. They say the world, <laughs> but we'll always, uh, you know, be willing to give our information there. So support the thoroughbreds. Thank you. Excellent. And uh, just wanted to say thank you once again to both Richard Campbell and George Garcia. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate it. And Captain Jacques Gilbert of the Apex Police Department and president of Blue Lights College. Thanks so much for coming by today. Shane, you do a great job. Thank you, sir, for having us. Thank you. This is the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. You can like us on Facebook. Just search for Peak City Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Peak City Podcast. Thanks for listening. Check out Blue Lights College and we hope to see you around town soon.